Pipers and Dog Houses. See you, Dan. <laughs> Out. Sayonara. We get him Bye, on the podcast. Good, sir. We, can, hey, we can give him a job. You want a job? <laughs> hey, he, dog house, you'll get paid. Hey, he threw the he threw the uh, he threw up the peace sign today when uh, Dimitri, <laughs> yeah when Demetri Alpha met him by the tunnel. Oh no, he was he was walking out and he just <laughs> walked right on out. It dude knew. He knew. Deuces. Episode twenty four, man. Shout out to Kobe. Two four. Uh-uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Baby. Well, him too. Him too. Sweetest swing in the world. I'm telling. When he dies, I'll dedicate it to him. Gotcha. I gotcha. I like to get flowers while they still here. Come on, Jimmy Butler. One more, baby. Man, I'm um, there. I'm in now. I'm sold out. Jimmy Butler, let's go. I'm still holding out for King James. I mean, I love you. I love LeBron, but I at this point, I Jimmy I don't. Jimmy has won me over. Like that. I just need him to quit crying about everything. Come on. Walking out yeah. before the game like is I over. Said, that's, that's what lost me. I'm like, like I said, quit crying about everything. Y'all watch a Barefoot Contessa? Tomorrow, Food Network. Yeah, I've watched it in past like once. Uh-uh. Ooh, that sounds like my kind of food show, though. Uh, she had a she was on. I don't know where she was on, but me and my wife was watching. I think it was on the news or something. Mm-hmm. And she had a great quote. She said that during this quarantine pandemic, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. great marriages have gotten better, ooh, ooh. and bad marriages have probably ended. Mm. Or it's just in more misery. Unless you got something that's too stupid to see. Shout out to the Barefoot Contessa. Shout out to Barefoot Contessa. Shout out to her. Wisdom, I like that drop some where we, That's right. Where we weren't expecting it. It's true. You know, it's true. Ooh, that leads me to Go it. ahead. That leads me to what I learned. What did you learn this week? Speaking of quarantine and marriages, mm. you can't help folks that don't want to be helped. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Hold on one second. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's it's crazy how you can sit back and and not saying that I'm in somebody's relationship or anything like that. Sure, but just from the outside looking in, I can identify this person can identify another person can identify all these traits going wrong with this particular relationship, mm-hmm. and the people direct or the person directly involved in it can't see it and won't see it because yep. I think they're still in denial. They don't want to mm-hmm. see it. Yep. They don't want to see it. So yep. thing you it, can it, say. It ain't a, it's not a thing you can say, do, or help. So at this point, you just have to resign and say, you know what? It's on you. I've, I've had situations where I, I'm about ready to fight somebody. And Yo. <laughs> it's like, what am I? What am I wasting my energy for when you ain't when you ain't right, ready to go? Right, war? Right. You ain't gonna do it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna waste my energy, man. No, can't do it. 2020. Yep. I got two. I got my own priorities. Yep. Let me tell you what I learned this week, man. Tell us. Attention to detail, man. Mm. I was brushing my teeth. This happened last week. I meant to say it last week, but I forgot. Okay. Brushing my teeth right before y'all got here, and. uh <laughs> Appreciate that. You know, uh, yeah, you know, I ain't trying to come here with no, you know, get the phone, get the phone <laughs> late in the day, toothbrush. With that, uh, <laughs> I ain't trying to have that kind of brush. Yeah, so, so, late hour toothbrush. Hey, you, hey, you know how it is. I know how it is. Anyways, uh, you know, went to get the mouthwash popping, man, and uh, about swallow some Mr. Clean. Uh, nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if wife trying to get me out of here. <laughs> But I was I was spitting up bubbles for about a good ten minutes, bro. <laughs> uh, mouth was super clean, bro. Attention to detail, man. Uh, good. It, it was it was on the counter. It was blue. I said, oh, this is a new mouthwash. Okay, I or see. Read, or reading is fundamental one. See the the label was facing the other way, so I, did, oh, I just grabbed it. Just, oh, went to town. Oh. <laughs> that was a. 
been bad for your boy. I'm glad it didn't turn out bad. <laughs> I could have panicked and just swallowed it. Oh, no. But no, luckily I spit it out in time. But yeah. Call, call him poison control. Attention to detail, man. That's all I got to say about that, man. Yep. What about you, Zachary? So I, I, uh, we were sitting there this afternoon. We, we've been on break this weekend. Uh, weekend. It's our, we, we get Monday off. So it's like our, <laughs> our long weekend. And, yeah. Uh, we, we kind of stayed inside. We got rain, tornadoes, all that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I hope everybody was safe last night, by the way. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so we were just sitting there. We just had a quiet, quiet weekend. Nothing big going on. And, and she looked back at me. She, we were watching something on TV. She's like, this has been better than our weekend in the hotel. Mm. Oh, wow. Because it was just quality time. We, we've we been watching the uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those scary Netflix shows. And we've just been enjoying it together and yeah. spending quiet time with the kids and like each other and talking. Mm-hmm. And yep. she's just like, this is so. Ain't about where you're at. It's about the quality of, of the time you're spending. Yep. That's about it, man. I mean, I've had some great times just sitting on the front porch. Compared to like sitting on a, a cruise balcony, like you can have the same experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Well, I'm just saying. It's like, I mean, look, I ain't turning down a cruise balcony. I'm uh, just saying, like, yeah, I'm just saying it's about that connection. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But Marriott, I need you to get back to me because <laughs> I need my refund. <laughs> All right, man. I don't have any questions today, so I'm um, I'm gonna stretch this out a little bit. No, no questions. No in the, questions for us today. No, that's cool, guys. Y'all been on top of it lately, man. But well, t- I thought we had one that we asked for a little more of a clarification on, didn't we? But you know what? It has well, been a full week. Yeah, we just dropped. Either. You're right. I just dropped it on. You're Friday, right. So. You're right. My bad, guys. That's our fault, guys. We'll, Catch up to us. We'll, we'll get on it next week. I'm sure we'll get somebody. It usually comes flowing in like two days after the podcast. So gotcha. Yeah. All right. Five love languages. We shall continue today with the language of gifts. The language of gift giving. Um, they say it's the easiest love language to learn. It's gift giving. I think so. Yeah. The question is, is it meaningful? They say that gifts are visual symbols of love. Just like a ring. Just like your wedding ring. That's your first symbol, you know. Yeah. The circle. You know, some uh, ministers will make a long spill about the circle of trust and all that stuff. And eternity and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, never-ending loop, like a Christopher yeah. Nolan movie. <laughs> but, uh... You leave Batman alone. <laughs> it's all about gifts, man. I love gifts, man. And I'm gonna ask y'all this. What's the best gift you've ever given hmm. and received from your spouse? Y'all think about it? We'll be right back. Mm. It's Fat Drink, one-third of the greatest podcast on earth, Diapers and Dog Houses. The first podcast I ever listened to was Dissect. I binged as Cole Kushner broke down Kendrick Lamar's album to Pimp a Butterfly, and I've been hooked on podcasts ever since, from Serial to My American Life to Drink Champs. There's a podcast for every subject you can think of, so it can be a bit overwhelming to get started. Let me introduce you to Good Pods. You download the app. And you find your friends through your contacts or social media. And you can see what they're listening to. It's like Facebook for podcasts. It'll give you something to talk about at the water cooler or that boring dinner party. No one listens to the radio anymore, so do yourself a favor. Download the Good Pods app in the App Store or Google Play. And oh yeah, follow Diapers and Dog Houses. Good Pods, baby. I got over my head, a picture over my head too. Who that? Over my head. Who the hell is that? You know he's a fullback for the Falcons. Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, this Not anymore. He was years ago, wasn't he? <laughs> no. 
He was years ago, wasn't he? Yeah. He was before uh, Keith. Well, not Keith. Uh, Pat DeMarco. Pat DeMarco, yeah. You, for, DeMarco. you forget teams still have fullbacks sometimes. They, they come in handy. We got yep. one now, Keith Smith. Keith Smith, baby. Yep. He did a good block today, too. He did. All right, we're back. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to uh, – hey, shout out to – I was going to mention later, but shout out to um, Good Pods. I did an ad for them on the last episode. They liked it, and they're going to feature us on their homepage. Nice. Holy crap. On Monday. So, yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to Good Pods, man. Shout out. We made favor it. for a favor. Favor Thank for you. a favor. We this was up. We'll make, we'll get good, good people. All right, so best gift ever. Okay, let's go to Received. What's the best gift you've ever received from your spouse only? Best gift I received from my spouse was um, the NASCAR experience. Ooh. So for my birthday, that will be good. my birthday a couple years ago, she bought me the package where I got to go drive the NASCAR Ooh, by myself uh-huh. at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Nice. Uh-huh. Awesome. Nice. Never been to a NASCAR race. Yeah. But I've driven it. <laughs> I know you love the racing stuff, too. Oh, I'm deep into racing stuff, man. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. awesome. What about... Uh, I uh my wife bought me Kendrick Lamar tickets. Ooh, ooh. that was uh, I man, would take Kendrick straight Lamar surprise, tickets. straight surprise. Like I, she's not big on surprises. She, she I don't get surprised easily, but she surprised me. She picked me up from work. I think I can't remember what happened, but I was what, like I was thrown off. What year was that? Uh, I don't. Know, it was probably about four or five years ago. It was up in Gwinnett. Okay. Um, At the Coliseum. Yep, that big, that's a pretty big uh, arena. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I think, well, I think we're the yeah, infinite, infinite, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. I've seen a few bands. Travis there. Scott was there. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a great concert. Yeah, drum, you know, he ain't that huge, but he, they all did great that night. Um, but that was my favorite. That's my best. That's the best gift I've ever received from from her. What about you, Zachy? Uh so like I said, I, I texted her just to see what her answer and my answer was. So I'll give them both. Uh, her answer was at, she she bought me Auburn tickets a few years ago to, yeah. to a big game. Mm. Uh, strangely, it was Arkansas, and we did not win. <laughs> but uh, but we had a good we had a good time. We had yeah. a good time, and uh, she knows I, I love to get. I, I I'm kind of a homebody. I don't like to go down to Auburn anymore. Yeah, because I would just rather watch it on the couch. Yeah, and uh, but she knows I still do like to. I do. I I don't like going to Falcons games anymore. There's just too many people. I hate people. Yeah, so. I think my I think my personal favorite though, and she, she probably didn't even think about it. Like. I like, I, I tell my wife all the time, I'm a big reader. I got my whole list of books. Mm-hmm. And uh, she went out and she, she did, it wasn't even on my list. Mm-hmm. But I got, my favorite author is a guy named Wendell Berry. He's nice. just like a gray and writer from Kentucky. Yeah. She went and found, like, just released his, like, collected works of essays. Oh. And, like, bought it. It's like a box set. That's and I thought, was like. That's thought right there. Holy crap. Like, <laughs> she does good at buying me books. That and my uh, Calvin and Hobbes complete set. Mm. Those are those are probably my two favorites. That's the uh, right. comic book with the cat in the, yeah. the boy? Yeah. Oh, man, my oh, favorite. I'm slipping. Love some Calvin and Hobbes. Shout out to Calvin and Hobbes, man. Um, her, my best gift I've ever given to her was, I, I'm i going to say it's the, the, the way I did the proposal because... I had, leading up to it, I had bought, uh, there was these bears that had questions on them. They were like, one bear, it was holding the heart and said like, will you love me forever? And then the other one was like, will you cherish me? It like it had like four or five different bears. And the last bear was, will you marry me? So I gave her these bears leading up like months in advance, bro. Like, she was like, oh, that's sweet. You know, she, think she, had, she had no clue, bro. You know what? I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I know what mine is. So then, yeah. uh, it was her birthday. And her, I think somebody graduated from 
uh, her Christian school down there. It might have been her brother or something. I got a limo to pick her up mm-hmm. from her house. Her family was going crazy, you know, like they just wanted to, you know, somebody got drafted or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drove all the way from Noonan to Atlanta in the limo. Got to the um, to where we were staying. The room was decorated. You know, I had I had a, a professional company come in, decorated from head to toe, roses and all that. Oh, look at you! And the last bear was there. And said, "Will you marry me?" Aww. On the bed, and uh, yeah, that was it. That, that was that was my that was probably my favorite gift I gave to her. She couldn't tell me an answer, so she we'll go with that one. We'll go with that one. So I had oh, no, 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 I thought she was gonna text me back. Oh, <laughs> I cheated a little bit. So <laughs> we all did. Cause <laughs> Sorry. All right. So I've got two. I think. And because I know her, the one, the one, my personal best gift that I was going to give but didn't give because of COVID mm. is that I actually had us Johnny Gill tickets mm. for this past summer. <laughs> um, my, my, my. Second row tickets. Oh, man. At the Fox. Mm. Wow. Oh, not Fox. Cobb, the the Cobb. Um, Cobb Gallery. I say yeah. Fox. Woo. That was yeah. super intimate. Yeah, that's still um, intimate though. Second row, second, I had second row tickets. Um, it was this concert was supposed to have been on our anniversary. Oh man! Um, you know, I had the whole had a room in Buckhead book. Had, oh. uh, had reservations for Capitol Grill ready, so I was ready. You're ready. That's the one I didn't get to give. Mm. Um, but the one I did give mm-hmm. was, and it's similar. It ended up being our proposal. Mm. Was. Um, one Christmas, she asked for one of those stand-up chess, you know, like the mm-hmm. jury chess. Yeah. Armoires. Armoires. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked, she wanted one, so I found one. Yeah. Um, you know, like what she liked, matching furniture and all this, sure. that, and the other. So I got slick because I knew how she was. It wasn't put together. The legs weren't on or anything like that. It was just in the box, so I wrapped the box. But what I did was I took the armoire out and put the engagement ring in the top because mm. I knew she was going to go rummaging yeah sure <laughs> so she took it out yeah. I, I noticed how she rolled yeah so um you know she she unwraps the gift oh it's exactly what i wanted mm. <laughs> and then so you're the man you're right so she starts rummaging and of course wait, wait what's this <laughs> oh it, I think hey it's, a, you know, it's, it's, hey. it's, it's yours if you promise to spend the rest of your life with oh it. So oh look what, at that so um what a, so, so let me think about it. That's quotable right there. So there was no, you know, there was no, it was just us. There was nobody else there. Um, just, you know, very private. Good. Yeah. So I think it's probably the most public. Now she's calling. Um, <laughs> now she's calling. Oh. So. Ask her live on air, bro. Oh, no. got her. <laughs> I'm no, I won't do that. Maybe she, oh, she just texted me back. Let's see if she texted. Let's see what she said. Really? Really. What'd you say? The best gift I've ever given her is the spa. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you little, go with her? Hey, little things that count, man. Okay, well, the spa. Okay, little, th- little things that count, man. Yeah, I don't know when I did it. I mean, I've done it a couple times, but I just I okay. took Tina Jamaica for for thirtieth though. Like that should have been. Ooh. You would have thought she would have thought of that. I need I need my wife not to listen to this podcast because <laughs> she's gonna start getting some expectations that no, I have not I have not met yet. <laughs> she get nothing this year. The whole thing she got nothing this year, bro. <laughs> This is tough for everybody. I stay in my lane, man. Um, I'll say with mine, my 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 best gift I ever gave. We agreed, and uh, we didn't get to go to it either. Uh, I bought her Billy Joel tickets. Mm, uh, we, we got the, man. got the front row. She she got mad at me last time because I used to not go to concerts with her. So when I went to go see Lionel Richie last time, she got mad at me. 
because uh, I didn't take her. So now, now I try and buy her tickets to go see who, who somebody she wants to see. All oh, right. honorable mention. Uh, she, every year she makes this like poster size collage uh, for my birthday, like me and the kids. It's just all oh, the pictures. Yeah. And, and uh, she doesn't ever think it's probably that big a deal. But I kind of hang it next to my desk and yeah. change it out every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like one of my favorite things. Yeah. Like I just when I have a bad day, like yeah. I'm sitting at my desk at the end of the day, and I yeah. look up. Yeah. And I just think about fun times. I, I know that's cheesy, but yeah. Okay. Oh, she she just changed the answer. What you got? She goes the land for the house. Mm. All right, look, y'all, y'all. <laughs> I mean, y'all buying land. But that, but, but I can't claim that that was a gift for my grandma. Generational God, wealth. God sure. rest her soul. But that was a gift for my grandma, so I hey. can't. Um, hey man, she she benefited. Y'all yeah. got you got land, Jamaica, <laughs> suites at the in Atlanta. Like got, shh, it's God. coming, man. It's coming, man. <laughs> All right, man. In the chapter, they talked about this couple. This guy, they're at a baseball game. Uh, homie caught a home run. I guess he's on the first date. And uh, dude caught a home run ball, you know. He gave it to her the next day, but he put a note under the ball. And the note said, the second best thing that happened to me that night. Ooh. And she kept it. Obviously, they got married two years later, I think they said. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she kept, she keeps it framed, like, in a little display case. And she said, if the house ever caught on fire, that would be the first thing she would grab. Okay. So I, so I ask y'all, if your house is on fire, oh God, God forbid, oh geez. what's the first thing you're grabbing besides the children and the family? Of okay. So and the wife. Besides children and yeah, family. Besides, and everybody's safe. So basically, in this scenario, we can get one momentum. If you got a 10-minute window to run in and run out to grab one thing, what is it? I'm going to grab my Julio sign football, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. But was that a no. gift? That wasn't a gift. I'm going to get my Velo letter. I got a Velo letter that Ooh. I cherish. I'll probably get that before I get the Julio ball. Yeah. I've kept it. You know, we had to hand out letters on senior day. Yeah. It was that letter. I got you. Oh, my nice. gosh. It was nice. I kept all my senior letters. I probably got one from y'all in there. Mm-hmm. If y'all if y'all thought of me back then. Uh, I was so upset to everybody. I'm not sure I wrote one. I got a few. Yeah, I, I keep all my I got, I got, like I got a bunch of crap. I was upset. <laughs> I got a few. I'm fine with the security. I'm yeah, fine. I like it too. Y'all think of so, something? Yeah, I'll, and I guess it's because of the headspace I'm in. But I'll grab our wedding album. Mm. And okay. And I say that because it, you know when my grandma passed a couple of weeks ago, mm. we were kind of looking through. I just yeah. opened it up, looking up for yeah. pictures and all that mm. kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. Man. And then it just made me. It, it hit us like since then, both my grandparents, her great grandparent. She's had a couple of uncles and aunts that have passed. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Since yeah. we, right. But, you know, they're all, and I've got an uncle in there that's passed, so it's like they're all in that photo, in that, right. in that wedding album. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think we have a digital copy somewhere, but, but still. Right. You pass it down to your children. I right, that right, for sure. right. Yep. So I think that, and it's right there in the office, so it'd be an easy one to grab. Yeah. What about you, Zachy? What you grabbing, man? You know... Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> it, I, I mean, the easy answer is I, I do have a shelf with all of my favorite books on it. Just grab uh, the whole shelf. All my, all my. Well, I mean, it's like I, I could probably grab them like that and pick yeah, them up. Yeah. Uh, my my first editions and my signed copies and all that. Oh, you but, got some. You got some valuable comics. I, I mean, I, no, oh. no, the comics can burn. Uh, oh, okay, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't collect expensive ones. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I don't. I don't know. 
I mean, our wedding album, I don't know if we ever had one printed, so it's all online. Yeah, ours is on digital. I, I was trying to say my phone, because I have a bunch of old voicemails from my dad on it, but that's mm. all That's all digitized, so it's all, like, most of that stuff is in the cloud now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. You got grab nothing. You got grab nothing. You know yeah, I mean, I don't, I just don't know anything that, like, I'm just, like, that attached to it. You know what? I'm going to be cheesy again. Uh, Ella Ella has this little uh, stuffed animal, it's a little oh, monkey. Yeah. And Gus has this little white tiger yeah, that like yeah. like they've That's had them they've had them since they were like I'd snatch them. I grab I, I know that's two things, but I grab them both and that's awesome. and uh we'd run out with them. Father of the year. No, nah, I don't say all that. I just don't like I can't think of anything. Yeah. Yeah, I would just grab that bellow letter. That's it. That, I need to get that scanned or something. Put it on Facebook and flex on all the people that claim their Bellow's best friend. Uh, we have an argument every year. Like, Does somebody argue that against you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? And when I went to college, like, he got close to this one guy. And, like, you know, they were roommates when he died. So, that like, count. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I know Bellow. I mean, I'm sure, our, they, I'm our sure mom, they were friends. They were close for sure. Sure. He kind of filled that void when I left. But Not the history, though. His mom would tell you who his best friend is. I, I ain't got to argue, but <laughs> if, I, if I showed him this letter, it would shut everybody up. All right, um, the main thing with this chapter to me is, like we've said before on a few occasions, stay in your lane. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been guilty of overspending. Yes. To make her happy. You know, I'm sure that, uh, I mean, I was I was good. I was good in plenty back then, but, you know, I've, I've had occasions where I didn't stay in my lane, you know. And then the next week, I'm scrambling money, trying to get money back together. Oops, exactly. I mean, I I tend to overspend, too, on... Yeah. Because I'll buy tons of stuff. My wife's like, I got you three things. You got me, like, 15 things. Yeah. Like, I just just keep finding stuff. I'm like, oh, let me get that, too. Let me get that, too. Yeah. But, you know... Just stay in your lane, man. Um, I mean, it could be cheap. It's just a thought, man. Like, I could go... She could send me to the grocery store to get... A lettuce and tomatoes or something, and I'll come back with an almond joy. Like, what is that, 50 cent? And <laughs> it's just a thought that counts, yep. you know? Yeah. Or I can go to the clearance rack at Kroger and get me uh, a, a thing of roses for three ninety nine. It's about to die. <laughs> but <laughs> but she Doesn't she would say it like, oh, it's forever. Eternal roses. Hey, man. yo, Kroger roses, shout out to them. Yes. Shout out to the flower department. Wow. Kroger, man. For a fraction of the cost. Yep. Um, The gift of self. They say that's probably one of the greatest gifts is giving yourself um, the time we talked about last week, quality time, mm-hmm. being present in the moment. They gave stories of this couple, um, the wife, she had given birth and her husband was there during the birth, but maybe an hour after the birth, he went to go play softball. What? And <laughs> then the funeral of her mother, he was there. At the funeral, but when they all went home, he went to go play softball. And so her thought was, you know, he loves softball more than me. Right. Makes sense. <laughs> but his his rationale was like, you know, I had took off the whole week before her mother had died. You know, they were in the hospital. You know, he did this and that. So he just needed a reprieve to get away. That was his reasoning. But that ain't that ain't the time, though. It's not like, the time. You gotta see it. Softball. You gotta see it through. Yeah. I, the thought of leaving my wife in a hospital room <laughs> right. with a child, birth. like with my child, with my child, exactly, like not her child, no, our child. I understand like, that was a side dude's child. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, but, like we talking about your jail cell. Talk about your child. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, definitely. I can't. Uh, I can't even. That just. That's definitely uh, a no no. Yeah, nah, man. Um, and then for the guys that struggle, we've got a couple of questions before about bad gift givers. Um, he says to get a gift idea notebook. You know, get a notebook, yep. hide it from her, obviously. Right. If you ever see her, get excited about a commercial or... Take notes, take answers. Yeah, just take notes. Just take just right now, you know. But this goes back to that whole active listening. Yep. Exactly. Um, Gotta listen. Because that's the only reason I knew about the whole armoire thing. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. she said it once or twice and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, ooh. See, that's what I'm good at. Like, or, I'm good at, like, catching on. Or if you want a cheat sheet, I mean, I do this every year. Go scroll through her social media. Spend an hour going through her Facebook, through mm-hmm. her whatever she like. Lisa has a, 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 a what do you call it? A Pinterest. Pinterest. That, that I mean, she doesn't upset updated all the. But by the time it's Christmas, Pinterest. Is there's key. a bunch of stuff on there, and I'll just go on yeah. there. And, like I won't buy exactly, what, but it gives me good ideas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It'll spark your brain. And, and she doesn't really expect me to look at that. So then when I get it, she's like, "Oh my gosh, how'd you come up with that?" Yeah, uh, they just told <laughs> on the a little birdie told me. A little birdie told so, me. So and you can then list. A family member of theirs, like her sister yep. or her mom, yep. said, hey, I need help. Like, I suck at gift giving. Yep. Give me some kind of clue. I have her, her sister and, and her best friend that, that I, I'm always like, all right, what's up? Yep. What's on the what's on it for this year? All right, man. Let's take another break right quick. All right. That's it. Five love languages, gifts, gift giving. Next week is... <laughs> Next week is uh, acts of service. Yep. Okay. We'll be right back, guys. All right, we're back. Diapers and Dog Houses, episode 24. All right, so there was some news this week. Uh, there's a woman named, what's her name? Jenny? Jenna May? I guess I should know this. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. I think it's Jenna May. Uh, Jenna May. Anyway, she's dating May. this uh, this entertainer, rapper, old rapper. He don't rap anymore, I don't think. No. Nobody's checking for him anyways. Young Jeezy. And uh, she was on The Real, and she had this to say. Moving on. So I want to talk about this, you guys. USA Today recently reported that President Trump's nominee for the U.S. Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett, has close ties to a Christian religious group called People of Praise, who reportedly teach that it's a wife's job to submit to the will of her husband, as the Bible teaches. So far, Barrett has declined to publicly discuss her affiliation with People of Praise. I did not even know this existed. But this week, Matthew Cochran of The Federalist defended this viewpoint, arguing that equality in marriage only breeds resentment and that just because a woman is submissive to her man doesn't mean it will hold her back in life, highlighting Amy's potential new job as evidence of that. So, ladies, this view... (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm already (laughs) thinking about my answer, but... Do you view uh, this as ridiculous? What we had, uh, right, right. I do you, you do you guys this, feel as yeah. women? This is crazy. This this, this tension coming up when you hear this. Submission, Garcel. It's that. When word. I think of submission, so think. I think maybe back in the fifties, in the forties. But I think what is submissive in the you know twenty twenty? What is submissive? I think we have to define that. And I think for me, it would never work, right? But I think it really is up to the couple. I think. You have to decide what is submissive. Is it doing cooking everything he wants? Is it having his, you know, bath ready when he comes home? Like, what is it? I think that has to be really redefined. But 
I'm not down for that. You you won't get me to be submissive. There are things that I'll give and take in a relationship, but to be completely yeah, submissive. Yeah, that's compromise. Like even the word obey when you're getting married in a, in a marriage vow, you say obey. But are people really doing that these days? It's like, I respect you and I will honor you. But I think the obey and submissiveness is out for me. I think it's so weird when people try to use the Bible for these sorts of things. I think that gets really weird. Obviously, mm. you know, the Bible was written in a different time, a completely different... Literally, and there's parts in the Bible that literally say that you should stone somebody if they eat shrimp in Leviticus. Like, we have to recognize... Or not color your hair. Into, right. wow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's literally really extreme things that are said. I think God also gives us wisdom and I think that uh, there are also other parts of the Bible that recognize how important and how essential uh, a woman is to the world and um, and to a marriage. And it, it speaks on equality. Like for me, I just feel like the concept of being me submissive to my husband. But what is is he not submissive to me as well? I think for me, I think that's what give and take in a relationship is about. It's about compromise and stop smiling when you see that picture, Jeannie. <laughs> no, Jeannie it's so was cute. Like, Why? But I, I feel I like, love it. like this just takes us backwards, you guys. As women, we fought so hard to be equal and viewed equal in our relationships, yeah. in our workplaces, and the concept of being submissive has a negative connotation to it. I think when they're talking about her being a boss and obviously having this incredible position that she may be taking guys there are people who are bosses in their workplace and then they want to come home and let their husband lead that again is their choice that is not them being submissive right. that is them that's choosing what I'm talking about. it's about that the that's what they decisions. want it's a difference right that's right no you know what the thing is is that what works for a couple works for a couple I can't. That's it. I can't judge them because that works for them. The problem that That's I right. have with this whole submission talk is that um, people will bring it over into real life. There's no way that women. Politics. I feel women in this country can't have real equality if you have this same old-fashioned, outdated type of thinking. Right. Now, in a marriage, right. that's fine, but if he thinks like that Not for a woman and she thinks like that for herself, then when they go outside, they, they're trying to spread it, and that's what you see right now. Yeah. So now you're getting articles about, oh, they should be, you know, women should be submissive. So now you have women that necessarily aren't in relationships questioning, well, should I do, be that way? Should I do that? Right. And that's not true equality for women. So that's the reason why I have a problem with it. What you do in your relationship, that's on you. But don't put don't yeah, it don't let too. it go out to the outside. That's what I th I'm saying. But even that, that is still a choice. That doesn't mean that you're being submissive because you're being forced to be submissive. That doesn't mean you're being submissive because that is what is required of you as a woman. That is a choice. Yes, right. A and choice. because of that, I want to give you guys the actual definition of submit. And then I want to explain okay. how I see this. So the actual definition of submit is to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. So I'm going to say right here that I, Jeannie Mai, going into my marriage, I want to submit to my man. Let me explain. When I hear this wow. definition, like you just said, Adrian. Submitting has a negative connotation. It means that you are less important, you are lower than that person that you're submitting to. It usually can be like, you know, 
referenced as somebody who works lower than you. And that's not what I'm referring to here. But what I really learned in my life for my definition of marriage, I'm not saying what I want works for everybody. I'm saying for me, I'm a very dominant woman. I own my business. I lead my teams. I played my own manager, my own publicist, my own lawyer when I didn't have money to have those people. So I make the decisions in my life. When I come home, I... Mm -hmm. And I, I like the idea that my man leads us. That doesn't mean that in this case, Jay makes all the decisions for us. That doesn't mean that when he says, how are we spending our money or where are we moving? That I just say, yes, sir, or yes, your, your honor. Like, it's not that. It's a, you know what? I think that we would do best here. I want to do this. And he takes the decision. He formulates it with our yeah. overall vision and he leads us. And I like to submit to that. I don't want to lead in our household and in our marriage. I want him to lead and I have all the essence of what I bring as a wife to make that decision but that I love that my husband will be the man that leads. I like that structure in a marriage and I look forward to that because Girls, it's tiring being the boss of me. It's tiring leading all the time it in my is. life. All the time. And I home, it's tired to I be the boss of that all the time. Yeah, I, Yo, yes, I, don't, I don't like labels. I don't I like labels. I don't like yeah, I don't and, and, yeah, and I, agree. I just hope that, you know, the thing is that, like I said, what people do in their uh, relationship is fine, but I don't want to be take, taken outside. And sometimes men tend to feel like, well, this is how a woman is supposed to act. And if I'm working with you as a, a person on the outside, don't treat me like whatever your marriage is. I don't want that. I'm, uh, I am my oh, own I person. That, Treat yeah, me I like an that. equal. That's the only problem I, I have that. with that. What you do in your marriage I, I is hear you. you. But outside, yes. don't, don't treat me like I'm your wife because I'm not. No, but I, I want to say this. Yeah, I want to no, say this to all my sisters out there. I want to say this to all my sisters out there that feel me when I say that you can be dominant or you are the leader in your life and you make all the decisions. When you are coupled with a man, men inherently if you got a good man, want to lead and want to protect you. I'm going to tell you from experience, if you dominate so much that you actually kind of take over in your own household, that you don't give him room to feel like a man, fill in the blank however you want, you strip him of being able to do what it is he does well, and it changes the dyna- dynamic of your that's not true, Jeannie. in ways Jeannie, that you may that's not, not true. I don't know about that, Jeannie. I don't know about that. I don't think that's true for everyone. I don't think that's true for everyone. I'm saying it was true from, I'm talking about my own experience. In my yeah, experience, yeah, yeah. Okay. I need to let, there are areas where a man has to be able to have room to lead. And if you try to take over on everything, he's like, where Where am I, what, what areas are we leaning on me to just be who I want to be in this relationship. That's not my experience. And I'm, I, you know, my experience has always been one of partnership and of equality. And yeah. I like for my man to That's come and saying. ask me my opinion. Um, and if if we have an issue, we work it out. And that's we're compatible. And that's what I love about my relationship with James is that it's it's totally 50 percent. Equal. I mean, and I just hate the label of equal, of equality, but I feel like I have a voice. I feel like I can trust him. He can trust me. And it's not this 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 way here. Like, he's up here, and I got to, yes, yes. Right. I just work yes. so hard in my life that's that I trust saying. him, and I feel it. That's all. But everybody's Wait, got their own thing. Why don't you like the word equal? Because isn't that equal? 
Okay. Well, you know what? I love what you're saying, Jeannie, but I think also you can be the boss outside and want to come in and feel girly and let him lead. Mm -hmm. But I also think what Lonnie is saying about, you know, just feeling like no one's really above each other, that he will check in with her, she will check in with him. And I think that makes you, you feel like you're in charge of your life too. and weaknesses and you lean on each other. Right. You each have strengths and you each have weaknesses and you lean on each other. Yes, but I'm describing like I grew up in a household, my mom, my mom has a very, she has a very strong force and she took over a lot of decisions in the household to the point that my dad, unless it was always going to be a fight, he was like, you know what? Go ahead. Whatever you want to decide, go ahead. And Gives I'm just going to do me. And that causes a wedge. And I can have that tendency. I'm just saying for me, I can have that tendency to yeah. follow like my mom because it's what I grew up in and I saw it. And I saw in my, in my living space, I would all of a sudden just wake up and go and make decisions without asking and checking in. So I am the fault that can cause the inequality because I am pulling in my habits from my old household to how I run my business today. And that is not okay. And I'm careful and aware of that today. So I'm just telling that to anybody else who That's didn't tell so me great. that when I could have learned that before. Yeah. What you're saying that is, is that women can be submissive Men can be submissive to women just as women can be submissive to men or right. dominating. I will, right. We'll take out the word submissive and say to dominating. To yield to each and, other. Dominating. You know, to yield to each other. Yes. All right, so uh, she received major backlash from that, from the, the Twitter sphere and Lonnie Love on the reel saying that women who submit can't be viewed as equals, I guess. Like, you're not, like, men and women should be equal and there's no room for submission if we're all equal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you handle the Bible side. Okay, let me let me just start yeah. before, because, like, the problem is with most people, this almost becomes like an old anecdote you heard, so you just say submit, like, without any context. Yeah. Right. What they're referring to in Scripture is, is Ephesians 5, 22. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but, uh, Wives, submit to your own husband as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, uh -huh. his body and himself its savior. Uh -huh. Okay? Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives, wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Mm -hmm. That's not the end of it. Exactly. Keep going. Husbands, love right. your wives right. as Christ loved the right. church. That's yes. right. The Christ that died for his church. Yes. The Christ that washed his disciples' feet. Yes. The Christ that submitted himself in humility almost daily. Yes. So, you know, he loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water and with the word. Yeah, it, it is, A, the problem is we don't know what submit means. Exactly. <laughs> so, so to start when off. When they hear submit, they think like slave owner. Slave, slave. I was getting ready to say submission does not mean ownership. No. And when you have, because people often say, well, abuse. Like, what, what are you supposed to abuse? That's not that's not submission. That abuse is an ownership type thing. Yeah. The abuser thinks they own the person. Yeah. And so it's just not the same thing. No. I mean, we we all three, our wives are. I I would say I think our wives at least submit to leadership. Like somebody's got to lead at some point. Yeah. Right. And, and I think you know we lead our households, but at the same time, I don't think any less of my wife. My wife is a brilliant, educated woman. That's right. You you guys are married to brilliant, educated women yeah. who can do whatever they want. Yeah, absolutely. They they can go out there. They're I mean, they're smart. They're leaders. My yeah. my wife is is a better teacher than I am. We do the same thing. She's better than I am at yeah. it. So, yeah. you know, it 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 gets so twisted and and you know confusing submission with ownership. Well, not really knowing what it means to submit. If you're going if you're going to quote the Bible, 
than actually do what it says. Yeah. Right. And and I think this whole submission thing, again, based on what, what the scripture says, it goes both ways. You know what I mean? That's, and, you know, and I think today's society, we all go, the man, the man must be the, the head of the household. The man must be the one that leads, does this, X, Y, Z. But there are many households where the woman is actually the leader. Yeah. I mean, may, financially, she may bring in more money. Mm-hmm. Um, may have a, a a better idea of what needs to happen with the kids, that kind of thing. Because, I mean, you got a lot of, you know, nowadays, you got a lot of men that are stay-at-home husbands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, are the women that are going out and working submitted to the stay-at-home mm-hmm. husband? Nothing nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, I, but, you, but that's what I'm saying. So, you can't take it in full context like that or, or, or try to manipulate the context like that. That you know what when you hear that word submission, it to me it's all about what is needed at that moment. Mm-hmm. In in that moment, it's not a you know because Tiffany we don't no we're equals in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some times where I say you know what I don't think that's a good idea. We need to move away from it, mm-hmm. or you know I may have to go. Hey, I really don't think we need to do that. Yeah, and we move on. But she does the same thing too. But Somebody's got to be the final decision maker. That's what sometimes. I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, I don't have the final say all the time. That's my point. Right. Yeah. So I mean, there's a good chance I have a final say, but I don't have the final say all the time. So that's. I, I was going to bring back up. Sorry, going to be because again, this is based in scripture, so I'm going to be a little more biblical than usual. But yeah, like you have to look at it in context. You can't just take that well, even that one section. How are women treated in the Bible? Always with the utmost respect. Jesus continually broke social mores and meeting with with women Mm -hmm. who he wasn't supposed to meet with, treating women with respect that weren't supposed to be treated with respect. Mm -hmm. The book of Proverbs, I mean, if you've been around church anymore, you've heard about Mm -hmm. the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm -hmm. Actually take some, I'm not saying you guys, but like people take some time and and read that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That that order, that tells women to go out and start their own businesses, plant their own vineyards, lead their households. Mm -hmm. That is the picture of a woman in leadership. So whatever's going to work for them, for Jeezy and Jenna May, whatever her name is, I can't say it, I don't know. Whatever's going to work for them, that's fine. That's behind their closed doors. Whatever works for you behind your closed doors, that's what you got to deal with. Because- I think the main thing is you got to be a righteous person. Like You can't be a, a alcoholic husband and say, submit to me. Right. right. If you're more liquor. But like, see, like, if, you're, if, you're an, if you're an abusive husband, you have given up the right to your wife to be submissive. Or, exactly. or manipulative. Like, sorry. Manipulative. Yep. Because I, exactly. Which to me is abuse, too. That's the all abuse. The situation I spoke on earlier, that's... Mm, mm, I, yeah. won't, I won't talk about it, but yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But just this guy is very manipulative, and it makes me mad. Yeah. Because I'm just like, how can you, as a husband, mm-hmm. purposely do stuff to suit your needs, how you want it? Everything has to be your way. I just can't. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I just can't. And I will say this is not to be uberly cheesy, but I think as societies we we haven't valued women the way they should have been valued, mm-hmm. and that's how we got to the point we got that yeah. that idea of. That patriarchal manhood, that, that some of that, there's there's some grains of truth in there about submitting and husbands and where they're at, but there's been so much abuse on the, on behalf yeah, of women, right, exactly. of not allowing women to Folks do. take it to the extreme. Yeah, well, I mean, just in society. I mean, we yeah. go back 100, 150 years ago, we're talking about yeah. women that couldn't vote. Like, right. it's the dumbest thing we've ever heard. And, yeah. and you know, it, it women women should be liberated 100%. Now, again, that gets complicated, and, and there does that's why there is talking about submissive, but like, you know, it's it's because I mean here we are two hundred fifty years in we had we've never had a woman president yeah. so you know we've never even had one close I mean well, this is this is like the verse says after that you know you gotta love like a, a husband that loves his wife is going to have a conversation like yep. hey I got this job opportunity 
He's not just going to go there and be like, hey, we're moving. Right. Hey, pack I, your stuff. We out of here. I always point out the last, one of the last things that Jesus did before he went to the cross was to sit down and all these guys who, half of me just told him, you're going to desert me. One of them, Judas, was actually literally about to betray him. Right. He sat down with a bowl and some water and washed every single one of their feet. Mm. Feet. Feet. <laughs> feet. Like, like if that's not submission, if that if that's not humility, I don't know what is. So, I mean, if if you are, if that's the kind of husband you're being, then you probably, yeah, you you have a right to say, let's talk about submission. Yeah. But unless you're being that husband yeah. or something, you know, yeah. along those lines, yeah. you don't get to say it. Especially if you're being abusive, especially if you're trying to keep her right. from fulfilling her potential, right. you know. I, if, I ain't if, watching no feed. <laughs> I feed. Sorry. Figuratively, <laughs> figuratively. Feed. I'll pay for the many, many pennies. Well, I ain't watching I, no I, I feed. All right, man. That's it. Diapers and dog guys. Appreciate y'all listening. Shout out the good pods again. Yep. Go, go shout them out. Add them. Add that app on your phone. Absolutely. And, uh, you Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, fellas. All right, man. We'll see you all next week. All right. Peace.